Welcome to the Lesbian Podcast. This is Charlie. And I'm Jay Church. And we've got Carly, our local Jew here. Co-hosting. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, later on in the show, in honor of Carly, our local Jew, we have uh, two women from a local production crew who put out movies called Lesbro, and their new one is called Julo. And Devora. And Devora is the other character. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is a Jewish name. Is that right, Carly? It sounds Jewish to me. There's a lot of gold in that video. A lot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> I've been learning a lot of uh, Jewish tendencies, like that they don't wear silver. Not from me, Bobola. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do this weekend? You know, hung out with the dog, read a book. Drank some coffee, ate some prunes. <laughs> <laughs> Had a bagel with some locks on. Had some bagel with some schmear. <laughs> it was nice. Talked to my ma. <laughs> and you, Charlie? What'd you do this weekend? Well, okay. So, honestly, like, we were all at uh, Cockwalk this weekend. So, our honorary um, Lesbro, Corey, our producer, and also Jade Church's roommate, um, Adam... Our other lesbro uh, attended Cockblock with us, which is really fun. See, this works perfect for our interview segment. Yeah. We have both segments. We have we our have Jewish representative, Carly, our local Carly. Jew, and then and we, we have got our lesbros. Yeah, for lesbro. lesbros. And the planning um, that goes into this show. I know. <laughs> and um, we actually went to go interview uh, Tragic. Yeah. Which I guess she initially started off as a solo performer and it's expanded now to her best friend who is the drummer and her, I guess, like manager who writes songs with her and he plays the guitar. I don't know if he's the manager. I think they're just music partners. Yeah, he plays the guitar. But he plays, was it the guitar or was it the bass? Ooh, that's a good question. I wasn't close enough to see. Um, But it was a really awesome performance, and... We're hoping to have him back in the studio. Yeah. To follow up. Yeah. It was really cool. So. And it's like 90 degrees here in San Francisco today. I'm schvelting. (laughs) (laughs) We're off the Schvitzing. I'm schvitzing. Okay, we were all just eating ice popsicles, if you guys remember those um, long plastic tubes I believe kids. they were called what were they otter, called? otter pops. Otter However, this was the These completely were the generic yeah. brands. What you totally to just broke out of character. Oh, really? I mean, I'm not going to keep that the whole time. <laughs> oh, damn. You're just going to go in and out of it. <laughs> I mean, I think that our listeners might stop listening. No, I love it. But it worked for Dana Carey for so long. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways. So, in Q News today, um, we have a update about the uh, hate crimes victim in Richmond who was uh, gang raped, and there's a there's a fundraiser coming up for her this week. So we're going to talk about that, and then Charlie's going to have the rainbow rumors for you, and then of course there's the inter- interview that we've already been talking about with uh, <laughs> the creators of Lesbro and Julo. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. Lesbros. Lesbros. All right, so let's get into Q News. Q News. Queer News you can use. Okay. Uh, Q News this week. Um, there was a, an attack in Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Israel on a gay youth club. Um, 
a gunman came in and sprayed the interior with an automatic rifle. Three people were killed and 11 people were injured. Oh my god. Yeah, it was pretty serious. Um, they don't think that it was a terrorist attack, they think it was just a criminal attack. Um, but it was definitely sounds like it was a hate crime. Right. Uh, I think there was a vigil for it in San Francisco this past week. Did they catch who did it? Um, I'm not sure that they caught the guy who did it. Let me see here. I think he... Yeah, he fled the scene. They set up roadblocks, but it doesn't sound like they've caught him yet. It says that six of the wounded were badly hurt. So, that's disappointing, but mm-hmm. it's crazy. It goes on all over the world. Um, also, we have the um, fundraiser that I was talking about in the intro mm-hmm. for... This is another hate crime following in that same rhetoric. Um, JD, who is the gang rape victim gang rape victim from Richmond, California, um, apparently, you know, they've been trying to support her and help her pay rent and stuff like that. You know, she's been traumatized. And so Talon, who was on our show um, a little while ago for mm-hmm. the, you know, is Butch dead um, episode, she actually does a lot to fundraise for this. And she's put together an event at El Rio, which is thurs- it's going to be Thursday night, August 13th. From 6.30 p.m. to 10 p.m., it's sliding scale, $10 to $100, whatever you can afford. Um, There's tons of people scheduled to perform. Um, Looks like everything from musical artists to, you know, uh, the Twilight Vixen Review, stuff like that. And then there's also going to be raffle prizes from Righteous Babe Records, El Rio, Curve Magazine, The Cafe, Bliss Weekend, Her Sculptures, Good Vibes, Sarah Bush Dance Project, and many more. And all the money raised is going to be um, donated to um, JD. That's nice. Yeah, so that's really good. You'll want to come out and support that. And then finally for Q News, um, this is actually emailed to us from one of our listeners. Uh, it's a press release from Seattle, Washington. It looks like they're going to be the next one on the front for uh, protecting gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a group up in Washington State called Protect Marriage Washington, and it's a conservative organization Um that's been trying to collect signatures in an attempt to repeal the domestic partnership expansion law of 2009. And it sounds like they've collected a sufficient number of signatures um, to meet the threshold for the Secretary of State to begin the process of signature validation. So um, that's going to start, it looks like, I think it's already started actually. So we can add Washington State to the list of, you know, U.S. territories that are now in jeopardy of not having equal rights for everyone. Well, I mean, domestic partner laws aren't exactly equal, but it's still better than nothing. You don't want this repealed. And that's all for Q News this week. Sorry, I don't have anything to end on a good note. But there's always Charlie to brighten things up with uh, Rainbow Rumors. (laughs) Rainbow Rumors! So, there's a new movie called Julie and Julia, which is about Julia Child. And I guess it's paralleling the life of this girl named Julie, who is trying to basically make all the recipes that uh, Julia Child had in one book. And so um, Jay Church and I were, were talking about this earlier, how I guess there was a rumor that Julia Child was a homophobe. And so I, you know, looked it up and I guess... Um, there are a bunch of statements that she's made in the past um, where she was always kind of using like almost a condescending tone referring to gays as 
Pedalos. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's P-E-D-A-L-O-S, which is a French slang term for gays. And she would always use it in like a, you know, not so nice way or whatnot. Um, so who knows if that's really true and she's not alive to repute that statement. But um, Meryl Streep, who plays Julia Child in the movie, is a longtime supporter of LGBT rights. Um, so that's good news, at least, you know. Um. Um, I also saw that towards the end of Julia Child's life, she was sued for not, um, pr- I think it was for like not promoting a gay person to the head of some type of cooking institution that she right. founded. Um, so I think there was like several incidents that were highly questionable in terms of her treatments right. treatment towards gay people but then it also noted that towards the end um, of her her life as the AIDS epidemic kept spreading that she had uh, been greatly affected by like people who were suffering from AIDS so I mean I don't know if that was necessarily a change in her view towards gay people in right. general because during that time most people with AIDS were gay men in the early days well the thing is um, what she was talking about is that predominantly in the cooking or chef industry like it's you know a lot of gay men and this was also during a time that people weren't as you know queer friendly or uh, knew a lot about gay culture and so it's kind of you know dependent upon that time like people just weren't as open back then so anyways I was just wondering what all the hoopla why all you know, um, there it was getting so much press for this movie when she I'm just was... wondering why they made a movie out of it. I mean, <laughs> I was unemployed and I started cooking all the time and no one's contacted me yet for a movie deal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm Jay still Church. waiting by my phone. <laughs> Good to get your uh, publicity out now. If anyone's listening. <laughs> Speaking of another chef, Kat Cora, who is on Iron Chef America, um, I talked about her in... Uh, you know, I think a couple of the past episodes about her and her partner both being pregnant at the same time. And so she just gave birth to know, a right? son. And that's a hot mess. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, they were both pregnant. I feel like I'm going to make them a sugar-coated trophy and send it yeah. to their house immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but get this. Not only were they both pregnant at the same time, but um, she gave birth to a son not too long ago and her partner gave birth to their third son a couple months ago so that's four little boys running around that household it's a lot of testosterone wait till they turn like teenagers with two gay moms can't wait that's gonna be awesome yeah. good for them <laughs> I still I, I could never be pregnant with another woman being pregnant like that's just insane I know why would you do that to yourself on purpose I can hardly have my period at the same time as my girlfriend yeah I mean like <laughs> I kind of want to kill her yeah, yeah. Who knows? The latest grocery store would be constantly out of pickles. And ice cream. <laughs> and ice cream. <laughs> Done. Pickled ice cream. Can you imagine? I'm going to start. Oh my God, I'm off gonna the make that. I'm going to start making that. <laughs> Pickled ice cream. Pickled. Are you pregnant? Well, I have some news. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us about it later. Okay. So there's also a... Cut off. <laughs> wow, Charlie. All right. Um, there is a lesbian well it's not a lesbian movie but this movie is about to be released but it's only in limited theaters it's called ghosted and it's about a lesbian couple um where one woman passes away and then the survivor the survivor 
the surviving lesbian starts dating a, a journalist and this journalist turns out to be more interested in her deceased girlfriend and doesn't even work at a newspaper so it's kind of like supernatural movie and I guess like the um the people working on the film were saying that it's not really a lesbian film but it's more about women and falling in love and their relationship and things like that. I so, love that you were quick to like discount the lesbianness of the movie. Were you afraid that Carly was going to jump on the lesbianness of your stories again? <laughs> no, I have. Anyways, Jay Church, let me finish. Do you remember last time she was like, "Wait, wait." Again, is she a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> but um it is made by I think the director is a, is an out lesbian, so um, I think it counts. I want to watch Count it. it. Counts. Counts. Thank you. That's it. All right. <laughs> so that's all I have for you today. <sighs> Let's go cool off. <laughs> and up next, stay tuned for an interview with Bryn and Kalisa. Their, uh, new, their new movie, uh, Julo and Devora, Adventures of Jewish Girls from New York. <laughs> Popo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so we have with us today uh, Bren and Kalisa from Fordex Productions, and uh, they do, they have some videos out right now. Uh, Lesbros is from last year, right, ladies? Uh, I did Lesbros with um, Dara and Melinda and Lisa last year with Fordex, and then together with Kalisa, um, we've begun the um, Julo and Devora adventures. Oh, okay, so they're separate companies. Um, the, the, the Julo thing is an ongoing from here on in, and, uh, Fordykes was just for, um, Fordykes was for Lesbros. I and, see, I see. Um, we, we kept the name attached because we had such great attach, we had, uh, you know, we had such a great experience with Lesbros, but, um, there's more people now who we're working with. There's more than four. Fordykes and <laughs> company. <laughs> to bring this, the the art to a new level. Okay. Awesome. And you guys all live in different areas. You're not um, all in San Francisco. We all uh, used we, to be in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, we were. We met, scattered on. We're scattered in our various sojourns, our spiritual yeah. journeys right now. I see. How does that work <laughs> when you guys are filming then? <laughs> well, we were all in San Francisco throughout the filming process of mm-hmm. um, Julo and. The, the Live Honey spinoff. Basically, Julo, the Julo from the Block music video was the first of um, the adventures of these two characters, Julo and Devorah, but also other characters that Kalisa and I have and will play over time. I see. Mm-hmm. So when we were shooting, we were all in San Francisco. We actually all met working together on a film last summer um, and now that we've decided to take um, to grow this project um, when Kalisa and um, the two girls who shot um, Julo decided to move down to LA Lisa who's my girlfriend and really talented production designer um, we've decided to go down to LA as well so October is the ultimate move and when we'll all be back together to continue working on stuff. Awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Bren, you're the one that plays Julo, right? 
Correct. Um, <clears throat> our guest host, Carly, wants to know if you're really a Jew. Because <laughs> she's a Jew I, as well. <laughs> I um, grew up in a Reformed Jewish family in New York, so... Um, I was bat mitzvahed in Israel at Masada, so I am a Jew. Um, am I a practicing Jew? Like, Not just a temple? Jew, but a New York Jew. Yeah, New York <laughs> Jew. And definitely some of the qualities of Jewo are more, you know, she's quite new agey. She takes a lot of the, um, like, the Jewish spirituality that, you know, some might attribute more to Madonna. Uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> practices um but i definitely you know i grew up with elders who had um who had been persecuted and at the same time were so full of passion and spoke loads of yiddish and had such boisterous senses of humor and um without a doubt you know influenced you mentioned that there was some concern over um that with frameline um, well, I I had heard from a couple of different people on the the um, the screening committee that um, when people saw the movie, when they screened the movie, they wanted to know if I was Jewish or not. And I've heard that a bunch of times, like from various people after the film screened at Frameline too, that people will think it's funny and will accept the project if they find out that I'm Jewish. Otherwise, um, they're kind of going to be offended maybe in the way that people have been offended by bruno because they don't think you know because sasha baron cohen's not gay right Mm -hmm. huh so lesbro's uh the other project that you were working on i think you mentioned that it's going to be coming out on logos mtv or i mean mtv's Um, logo yeah yeah it's gonna air for the first time on mtv logo on august 29th and i think it's going to have its internet debut on august 28th awesome was this also a project that started like was this also in frameline lesbros lesbros was in frameline in 2008 and it's traveled the world doing various festivals and it was really also the first opportunity that um put me in front of the camera um and kind of changed everything for me up until that point i just wrote and um when it, when Dara actually Dara Sklar came up with this idea to make a film about um, guys who hang out with dykes, um, she was you know quite inspired by the fact that um, most of my friends in San Francisco have always been guys, <laughs> like our producer Corey. He's yes. a, yeah. he's our little lesbro. <laughs> he was actually with us at Cop Block last night, <laughs> along with Jay Church's roommate as well. Yeah, um, we have a couple lesbos on the show. There's a lot of lesbos in San Francisco. Well, apparently Definitely. the yeah. term is you know we 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 wanted to give lesbos their heyday because the word fag hag and fag hags have had almost exclusive attention over the years and. There's never really been a term to honor the fact that, you know, there are some guys who love the company of lesbians. and Nice. So, and we love the company down. of lesbros. <laughs> <laughs> so, We've gotten a really good reception for it. Nice. I, d- I it's did kind of really... become a cultural phenomenon, wouldn't you say, Bren? Yeah, I even got a phone call from this freelance writer in New York recently who's writing an article um, about the fact that 
in the present time, it's an asset for straight men to have lesbian friends, and he wanted to know my thoughts on it. And if I agreed, and he wanted to interview some of my straight male friends. Why do they and think it's an asset? He is not supposed to be just straight men, but right. his well, article is talking about that. Which why was he thinking it was an asset for straight men to have lesbians? Um, I just Friends. think with, <laughs> in today's society with sexuality and learning to accept it, you know, being a big issue, uh-huh. um, it's almost like it's almost like a badge of honor to be queer friendly. Yeah, God. and to be man enough, I suppose, is what he's trying to get at to say. I'm accepting and I'm not insecure about my masculinity and having to not accept lesbians. Hmm. I suppose I, you know, a lot of my straight male friends love hanging out with my queer women friends because there's no sexual tension. You can just be who you want to be and you can flirt and you can have fun and there's never those kind of underlying questions that complicate, you know, friendships between possibly like straight men and straight women huh that makes sense so um can i ask you too how you came up with the concept for julo and is it devora debbie debbie gibson debbie (laughs) okay that explains the blonde wig well i just want to start by saying that just to tell a little anecdote um I produced a feature last summer that Kalisa was the script supervisor on. And before we started filming, I sent out an invite to everyone on the crew to <laughs> get together so we'd all get to know each other. And, I, you know, it was like a time, date, location, pretty standard invite information. And then the last thing I put was a tire, and I wrote New Age. And mm. we got to this gathering. <laughs> I will never forget it. <laughs> and it... <laughs> In walks this woman with this, like, strawberry blonde, like, more like clementine blonde wig and, like, a long, flowy, like, turquoise skirt with purple dolphins on it. Oh, my God. And just this incredible, like, I mean, just this incredible, I I had no idea that, that, you know, it was Kalisa and I had no idea that she was in costume. I was just like... (laughs) Oh my God, who's this girl? Is that a wig? Why is she dressed like that? And um, my girlfriend, New Lisa, age. who was the production designer on the feature, was like, oh my God, do you remember that you wrote down New Age Attire? Kalisa <laughs> <laughs> and I talking about the fact that we, you know, she came dressed as a character that she plays named Connie Dwarfin, who's this like... <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know, <laughs> new agey, but she, I mean, Connie is a musician. Like, Connie performs incredible music. So, Kalisa performs, you know, incredible music as this character, and I was just totally blown away. And I was like, oh my God, that's kind of like what I like to do, just, you know, perform, but as other characters. Yeah. And so. You know, somewhat within that time frame. And I didn't realize, I thought everybody was going to be showing up yeah. to New Age. You know? <laughs> yeah, why did you write that on your Evite? So I thought it was the perfect platform for me and to find And she's the only so. one that shows up in New Age outfits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So a couple months later when I was going to a friend's birthday party and I really didn't want to go, I, I think I must have been really hungover or something. I, and this particular friend of mine loves 
that I go out as different characters a lot because I'm really shy when I go out unless I'm dressed up as a character and I can kind of be that person and that person might not be shy so I don't have to be shy yeah huh. so I went to this party dressed and I had like a scarf tied around my head and big hoop earrings and sunglasses and lipstick and I didn't look like you know like Mimi and when I walked in the door, um, this friend of mine was like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Who are you tonight? And out of my mouth came Julo. <laughs> and sure enough, my girlfriend and the friend who was with me, who's actually played um, one of the lesbians in the movie, were like, okay, you're going to the bar right now, and you're getting a bar napkin, and you're going to write the lyrics to Julo from the block. <laughs> and so that's how that began. And, of course, the more I thought about it, um, the more it was like, I have to do something with Kalisa because she's just this brilliant, you know, she's this brilliant character, like, interpreter who just brings to life these personalities. And so the character for Devorah was my idea, but she took the character and made Devorah. Like, Devorah is all Kalisa's doing. <laughs> nice. So how did you guys originally um, meet up with each other? To become, like, to start doing these films. How did y'all connect? It was well, on we, this film that we worked on. Yeah. We all worked together, and it was, you know, like, you spend an entire month with all these people every day. And so you spend tons of time, like, just talking what you're into. And mm -hmm. I knew that Bryn was kind of, you know, had this Julo character that she was creating, and she really wanted Julo to have a sidekick. And... <laughs> <laughs> And so I started getting these kind of visions of Dorothy Hamill and um, Florence Henderson and just kind of adding in this, like, kind of squeaky clean, like, vanilla milkshake type uh, element into Julo, like the Gentile or whatever. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> very nice. I mean, Devorah is hilarious. Like, she has a Jewish-sounding name, but she's this, she is this Gentile girl who takes on Jewish you know traditions and behaviors like kissing a mezuzah um to be and to feel closer to her <laughs> to her you know kind of idol okay carly can you explain to our listeners what that is oh i i'm gonna be i'm gonna be you're, you're a jew expert, jew expert. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know how i how i got to become your jewish expert i feel like i feel like she trumped my jewishness she's i've never even been to israel <laughs> you do. You've you been out Jew. Very Jewish sounding voice. Oh, I don't know. If, do I say thank you to that? <laughs> That's not complimentary. You make me feel at home. Okay. Well, Mazel Tov. <laughs> um, so, what's the what's the plans now with um, going forward? You have Julo, and then you have this new um, reporter named Honey. Yeah, Live Honey. Live Honey. So what, live honey. is this going to be a series that continues and Live Honey is going to follow Julo around? Yeah, and she's going to follow other people around. Like, we're definitely interested in um, just, we have tons of characters in our suitcases. And we're, they're just ready to, like, pop out. So um, we're kind of trying to set up a platform for ourselves to put all these, weave all these skits together, like, you know, kind of a la Sesame Street, really something really fun where we're just totally grabbing at our bag of tricks. And Nice. Next time we'll have to um, interview one of your characters, your new characters. 
Yeah, I know. I would yeah, love to do yeah. that. <laughs> we were we were contemplating whether to show up in character. <laughs> that would have been that would have been funny. So, where can our listeners um, find more about Julo and your other projects that are going on? Um, Is there a website? Ha- well, we've just started to put. Um, we have a trailer for Julo up on both uh, YouTube. And the website Funny or Die, which is Will Ferrell and uh, Jack Black and um, the um, the guys who did Superbad, um, they have this comedy website called Funny or Die. Um, so we put the trailer up there, and there's a trailer on YouTube, and we're going to keep putting our stuff up there. Um, so mm-hmm. that's YouTube.com backslash Julo from the Block or <laughs> um, Funny or Die backslash uh, Julo. Um, And we do, we have a Facebook page and we have a MySpace page, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, Eventually we need to get a website. If you just Google Julo, um, stuff comes up. You're the only Julo out there right now. What's that? You're the only Julo out there right now. Well, there is another one on MySpace, but having browsed over her page, she doesn't seem to really have you know, do anything with the title. Oh. like an old nickname and I feel a little bit... I feel a little bit gym. More entitled. <laughs> <laughs> Carly used but. to be ginormous on MySpace. Uh, Jumongous. Oh, Jumongous. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to keep posting stuff online and, you know, keep promoting it and try and get attention that way. And Kalisa and I also perform. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a performance recently as uh, Julo and Devora and performed the Julo song. And we're definitely up for... We're both total hams, right, Kalisa? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I also have stage is like. Uh. <laughs> I also have a lot of my artwork and um, more personas and characters on my website too, which is kalisaconlon dot com. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, right. yeah, but we're just kind of launching ourselves out into the universe and sharing the love. So the lesbian abyss. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, well, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank, thank you. Um, hopefully, our <laughs> listeners can check back and see what Jula is all about. Yeah, we'll keep you guys in touch. All right. Thank you so much. You. All right. Cool. Right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Go home to a nice bowl of matzo ball soup and call your bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're gonna miss you. Carly's moving to LA and she's actually gonna be our LA correspondent. So I'm joining all the other local Jews in LA. All the local Jews. Nothing offensive about this show. Yeah, right. This is totally politically correct. But I feel like we own Hollywood, so it's okay. I'm proud to go back. As long as you're Jewish, you won't offend anyone. Right. That's what what Jewel told us. That's what I'm learning today. Yeah. Yeah. I can drop the Jew bomb whenever I want. Drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm excited. LA, it's going to be fun. I'll get all the lesbian dirt and send you panties from the Abbey. Awesome. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Carly's going to be our new LA correspondent. So she's going to be checking in with us from time to time to give us the inside scoop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. High heels and lipstick femme lesbians, here I come. (laughs) (laughs) Just your type. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Um, so don't forget about the fundraiser for JD at El Rio on Thursday. Um, and Thursday, August 13th. And be sure to check back with the website for new updates. There's going to be a new 
um, format to how the website looks, so you'll want to check that out. And I think that's it for today. What Tell is your friends about us. Episode 23. All right, episode 23. We're out. Holla. <laughs> Holla. Was it good for you?